All right, on today's podcast, we are talking how to take control of the narrative, what's going on in the economy right now, put it in perspective and help your clients. These are tactical, tactical, tactical steps that you're gonna do to take a lot of steps, make a lot of money and get some more deals in your pocket. So you're gonna love this one, keep watching. All right, what's going on BE3? We have a fun time today. Jeff and Craig sitting here with you. We are gonna confuse you a little bit today because we're confused ourselves. It's an interesting time, man, because I've never seen anything like this. I don't think you've ever seen anything like this. From from an economic standpoint, what I think is amazing is we've had the, the worst three-day drop in the history of the stock market ever. You had the best one-day recovery in the history of the stock market ever. You had an unprecedented Fed rate cut of half a point, emergency meeting called, which immediately sent the stock market into an 800-point spiral. You've got an 800-point gain today, and this is all in the last five days. Right? Talk about, I mean, we- Talk about the power of the media. We trade consumer confidence, right? That's what fuels the real estate market and every corporate investment known to man. And right now, I, I don't think you can say that there's a lot of consumer confidence. I think there's a lot of consumer, I think I want to throw up going on around there right now because nobody really knows, is tomorrow an 800-point up day? Is an 800 point down day? What's gonna to happen today? Did it spread? Did it cancel this, did it that? Which which markets are going right? And so it's creating an interesting conversation, but we've got an interesting take on that for you today. So enjoy yeah, And you guys one. have to deal with this. I mean, your customers are calling saying, should I go through with my purchase? I'm confused, I'm scared. So yep. what do you do? Because our job is to become the calming force in the transaction. I love and this if you're one. you're feeding the fire, there's gonna be a problem. And our job is to say, it's okay. It's okay. Bye. Pay attention Bye now. Here. Here's a great example. Is the stock market good or bad during this situation right now? It's a trick question because the answer is it depends on which segment of the stock market. If you're in the hand sanitizer business, your stock is up, baby. Up, 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 up. If you're in the convention travel business, you're screwed. If you're in the overseas freight business, you're screwed. If you're in the airline cruise industry, you're screwed, right? <laughs> if you're in the mask business, you're doing well, right? So it really depends on what really goes. If you're dependent on importing product from China to market to make your money, you're screwed, right? It's just like, what is the real estate market doing? Which real estate market? That's right. Which Vac- vacation rental beach markets, waterfront Apollo Beach, waterfront Tampa, waterfront Chicago, right? Where are you? What's going on on that one? So it's it's so we have to just hit the pause button and the break button on just kind of curbing everybody's anxiety and fears and excitements. And basically, we, we have to become the calming force in real estate. We, ca- we have to control the narrative, right? Yes. I mean, so what I end up having to do is I get a lot of people asking me questions. What do we do, right? And sit still. Calm I down. called my financial guy on Friday. I said, Dan, what do I do? He says, do nothing. Right. He says, if you sell out right now, you're going to be, you're, you'll have that money. Yep. But when you go back in, you're going to come in at a higher price. Maybe. Maybe. You never know. But long term, that's it. But when he's when you're having those thoughts of doubts, the idea of calling your advisor becomes important. And you're the advisor or you should be the advisor. The downside now, though, the, the thoughts of expansion are curbed right mm-hmm. right now. The thoughts of buying a beach house are paused. Right. And that's what's really going on right now. So regular person real estate goes on no matter what. But there's a pause button going on. And our job, from my perspective, is to do not hit the pause button, hit the accelerator as hard as humanly possible, because 
I think we have a gold, a truly a golden quarter that's more lucrative than any other year of the entire real estate industry. And here, here's my thinking on this for a second, because I, I get fascinated by this. It fires me up. So right now, interest rates as of this morning, right? And this is the what? The 26th? What, what day? The third. third. Whatever. See, I'm so excited. About time, time travel. Oh, I'm pretty warm here. <laughs> so March 3rd, okay? Uh, just to time date this one here. Rates are 2.75% today, this morning. That's, I just checked with my loan girl and I can get a 15 year for 2.75. Okay, you can get a 15, 15 year fixed loan at 2.75% right It's now. almost free money. It's almost free money. Okay, so that, that's exactly my point. So what we have to be doing is screaming from the rooftops right now, controlling the narrative and telling people to do something they're not doing. In the sales meeting here this morning, um, Joe Diener, a manager in South Tampa office, is sitting in that chair right across the conference table. And Joe just moved to his house last year. Loves his house, right? Joe woke up this morning not thinking about selling his house in any way, shape, or form. But Joe had the misfortune of sitting in that chair this morning <laughs> and then having some ideas put into his head. And I said, Joe, you don't want to move. I know you love your house. You got your orchid garden perfect. You got your pool. You got your everything set up and you love it. And it's great. And it's to you guys and you're happy. Do you have equity in your home? Oh, yeah. Right, I got 20% equity since I bought the thing. It's gone up like mad. Okay, cool. Is there anything you'd want to do with your house that's better? Well, maybe we might want to add a kitchen or do something like that for a second. I said, okay, well, let's just thought, think for a second. Um, do you love your neighborhood? Yeah. Would you would you stay in the neighborhood? Yeah. What would you do different with the house? Well, maybe a bathroom, maybe a kitchen, and you know, tweak the pool, maybe redo the pool, make it a little more resort-ish type of thing. So, okay. Well, then don't do that. So let's think for a second because rates right now, right? he's in the 4% range of where his rates are right now. And if he can get a 2.75, he should at least entertain the idea of maybe moving, right? Or at least refinancing. And that's a, an interesting thing. So what I wanna talk about today is the pros and cons, the banter back and forth of, should I refi, should I not refi? When should I consider it? When should I not consider it? Mm -hmm. And should I refi or should I buy or should I sell or what's going on? Because guys, these are the conversations and thoughts that if your sphere is not having, you need to impart these thoughts into their brains and you gotta force these thoughts into their heads. Poor Joe, I promise you, is probably on Zillow. Right, right. And he would this morning. He was at least he's exploring it. I mean, it started my brain thinking. I love my house. You know, I've been working on it nonstop for the last two years to get it right. exactly the way I wanted. I'm considering looking around for another house because I can sell myself on that idea because I don't have the pool that I want, right? And I'm designing a really badass pool. It might be worth looking around to see if I can find a house that's got a pool already that might have a little bit more, or a little extra, a little something. At least I'm going to take a look because I know I've got equity. I can pull equity out. I can put that equity down and probably have my payment be the same or lower or very close to the same as where it is. So if I'm gonna play the appreciation game over a long period of time, I'd rather have the appreciation of a bigger house, a more expensive house, than an appreciation of a less expensive house, right? Makes so sense. I could justify that or not, but it's, all these things need to start going on inside your brain. So let's go to the simple. Should I refinance and why and how? Well, it was funny because I thought there used to be a rule of thumb that if you're gonna save two points, it makes sense. So yeah. let's get that out of the way. Okay. When you refinance, you're gonna pay closing costs, right? So even though you're gonna save money, it's gonna cost you money up front. You're but, gonna come but, out of pocket. But, but time out, because you're not necessarily gonna come out of pocket. You're either gonna come out of pocket or you're gonna to add to your loan balance. Right, most of the time you're gonna to add to your loan balance right. because you don't you, have you don't feel it. Right. right. So they're gonna roll it into your loan. You're paying it So over if you owe time. 250 and it's gonna cost you five grand in closing costs, 
your, your new loan's going to be 255 right. but at a lower rate. The payment's still going to be less. Right. And that's what most people just look at is, I've got a lower payment. But if you save $100 a month for 12 months, that's $1,200. Right. So you got to do that for four years to, to pay back the cost of the closing costs. Right. You feel it in the, in the payment because you're saving $150 a month. From right. a short-term perspective, that's important. You're saving that money. Right. Plus, you're also missing a payment, right. which is the attractive part. So if you close your refi at the end of March, you're not paying until May. That's right. So you'll be able to stockpile and save that X dollar mortgage payment for one month, so plus you your payment in March. So you could buy hand sanitizer that's $800 a bottle, <laughs> right? So, but then you don't have to pay it. So it depends on your horizon a lot, doesn't it? Yep. So what is, what is your outcome and what's your timing? Because if you're in the short term to save cash, you should maybe consider doing it, right? If you're in the long term, maybe you should consider doing it. If It, it depends. There's something distracting about a 2.75% interest rate. If you're going to stay, right? right? So if you think you're going to stay in your house, are you going to stay in your house? Probably not. Everyone has about a 10-year window on their house now. Mm -hmm. So probably 10 years from now, you'll be in a different house. But maybe you won't be. So at least you have the option to fix it. I bought my house on an adjustable rate, right? Totally fine, because I didn't know what I was going to be doing. Mm -hmm. Right. So I just that was fine for me. I'm refinancing now into a fixed rate because for me, it makes sense because I love my property, even though I'm talking about moving now. Um, <laughs> and but I, I'm most likely not going to because I love my location. Right. So I'm going to fix in and drop down to a, a 30 year or a 15 year fixed and I'll be I'll be good for But and it's actually not a whole lot cheaper than my adjustable, but it's fixed. Right. With, so I take I take the gamble out of that. Right. The other thing I was just talking with another mortgage guy about this one he said a lot of people are refining right now are consolidating debt oh gosh because what would get if, rid of your student loans and your credit card debt if you have Bam. 30 grand in credit cards and you got equity in your property go refi your two hundred fifty thousand dollar loan into a two hundred eighty thousand dollar loan at 2.75 percent interest is a lot cheaper than what you're paying for your student loans or your other debt that you may have and then consolidate it in and that's a smart business strategy mm -hmm. right so that makes sense too it does right so when does it not make sense uh, I think what a lot of people don't think about is, you know, the way an amortized loan works. Yeah. When I make my payment, my first payment of 360, most all of that payment is going to interest and a little bit's going to principal. And then the next payment, a little more is going to principal and the next payment, a little more going to principal. Well, five years in, I'm making a dent on principal reduction. Mm -hmm. 10 years in, I'm making a dent. So for my personal, I've got I'm 12 years into my 30 year loan. So you're flip-flopping yeah, now. So I've got a $1,500 payment and like 500 of it's going to principal now. Okay. So every time I make a $1,500 payment, 500 is going to principal. So I go refinance to a brand new loan at 2.75. I make that $1,500 payment because it's going to be about the same. Yep. And 1,500 is going to interest and nothing's going to principal. Right. So you got to see through your amortization schedule what amount of principal you're knocking down. And what's your time horizon? When do you think yeah. you're actually going to well, be Well, in my there? case, I'm 12 years in. That's a long time. So right. if I could refinance into a 15 year, I'd be better off than I am right now yep. and have a, a well, let's take you out. as an example, because you're, you're one of the, the a perfect example of somebody who doesn't want to need to, or is going to move. Right. Right. But there's a good argument that you should. Yeah, there is. Because I could upgrade right now. He, you could completely upgrade right now because you're sitting on a really nice chunk of equity. Right that you're not touching anyway. It's not like you're equity lining it. It's sitting there mm -hmm. doing nothing for you in any way, shape or form. Like you're not doing anything with that money. It's sitting there truly earning nothing. If you took that equity out as a down payment onto a more expensive home, right? Larger asset to appreciate. Look at it, just that aspect of it. 
it would make sense because if you could throw that down, now you're at 2.75%, even with a larger mortgage balance and your payments could stay around the same, you're now in a bigger place. And if appreciation stays at three to five to 10%, whatever it is, say it's 5% mm -hmm. appreciation, it'd be much better to appreciate at that large number than at a smaller number in a 10 year, 15 year horizon because you don't plan on moving again. So from a business strategy perspective, it makes sense to upsize, mm -hmm. right, for you. Now, from a lifestyle perspective, it probably doesn't because you love where you are, but you it, it makes sense to even think about. Maybe it's a, a triplex, maybe it's a duplex. Should you, this is a time to buy an investment property or an apartment or do something along the line. It's there, okay? So that's just one of the thoughts that I have is for you watching right now, this is the time to grab the megaphone and have this conversation. I mean, right now, this is, you better turn your phone on. Well, you started it off with me. I am the most least likely person to ever consider moving. Yep. But you've made me consider moving. Right? You should think about it. You don't have to do it. Yeah, I don't think, think I will, it. but you're making me think about it. Now, and you that's know the position, I, I want to say that though. Yep. When the stock market crashed last Friday and I saw my 401k, I went, oh shit. And what did I do? Called your advisor. I called my advisor. That's where you need to have that space in their filing cabinet that you're the real estate advisor. And you can own that position now if you take the initiative and reach out and have this kind of conversation and expose their mind to some thinking. So let's let's run this this course a little bit too. So if if I were actually running down this path with you and you're a friend of mine and I'm talking where you're advising, we're, we're having a conversation, right. I would say, look, let's first of all see what we think we can get because here's the problem. We have a massive inventory shortage for really nice water for homes right now. So you're probably, your house is probably worth more than you really think. Let me do a quick little market analysis to show you what that is. You know what your equity is, you know what your payoff is, and let's figure out if you did that. I want you to talk to my mortgage guy. I don't want you to do anything yet. I just want you to gather information. Talk to the mortgage guy and say, hey, if I put down X hundred thousand dollars into a new property and I bought a property at Y dot value, what would my mortgage payment be? Could I qualify for 2.75%? What would my mortgage payment be like if I bought a 1.5 million dollar house just pull the number out of the air right so what would my payments actually be like and then that's the thought we're not even talking about houses and then what that does is say okay well that's reasonable because i could shit for to get in a house like that i wouldn't mind paying an extra 700 bucks a month right no big deal but if you had that different view or the different lifestyle whatever it may be it's a possibility then and only then do i set you up on a search and say hey look in that price point this is what you could buy if you wanted to. So just take a look. Now, I'm done. This is called selling, by the way. I'm done, right? <laughs> I, I'm done now because the seed is bloop, planted and you're going to sit in your sauna later, probably are, and you're going to go on Zillow because that's what everybody in the planet does. And he's going to go around and say, whoa, what a pretty house. Whoa, shit, what? what? Click on that one. Whoa, zoom in. Wow, wow check that out. Holy shit. Huh. Heart. Next one, next one, next one. <laughs> Whoa, swipe left, swipe left. Right? And so the conversation, the, the, the process started. But now you're informed, you're educated, because now you have something, especially you, from an analytical perspective, what's my home worth? How much equity do I have? What would a new loan cost? What would my payments be? And what could I live in, in that package, bundle? Then get out of the way, let them dream. And then let the brain spin. Because I started the conversation, I planted the seed, and then I'm going to set you up on a search. You're going to be getting emails from me with other stuff. And so I, now I own your thought process at that. So are you doing this to your clientele right now? If you're not, you need to do it right now. The first conversation is you should refi. You're at 4.75. The conversation says, why don't you consider a refinance right now? Right? And then, I don't care if you're moving, but refinance. Stay where you are, but refinance. I mean, shit, you're 12 years into a 30. Go into a 15 for the same or lower payment. You're done. 
end of story, you're, you're better off. Even if you save no money, at least you're locked in. Right. It's better than the balance of your 30. And I'm making more principal reductions every time. Right. So the value that I added to this conversation is at least do that. And I came at that with expecting nothing at all, except you're my friend. You should consider doing this because it saves you money. Here's my resource, my mortgage guy, call them and find out your situation done. Right. So if you're not doing that to your sphere right now, then I was joking this morning. I said, if, if you're not taking advantage of this market, opening up your Facebook, hitting the go live button, open up Instagram, go live, open up LinkedIn, go in live, text message, copy, paste, copy, paste. Hey, what's your mortgage rate? Hey, what's your rate? Hey, what, if you're not going to do this right now, guys, truly go That's dig right. a hole, lay in it. Cause you're dead. If you can't make money with this scenario right now, it is, it's over. It's absolutely over. It's completely over. This is the easiest it's ever been in the history of the planet because everyone's radar is up and they're scared to death because they don't know what the hell's going on and real estate may or may not be a thing. But the fact is, I don't care what's going on with coronavirus. I don't care what's going on in the stock market. You can save money on your house. That's right. Whether you move or not, I don't care. But at least I'm in your head from a real estate perspective. Take advantage of the opportunities when they come. And this came out of the, the blue. Yep. Right. We did. Did you expect 2% interest rates? No. Nope. Right. I mean, we didn't expect a half a point. We thought maybe federal funds rate either. Did not expect that either. And I expect there'll be another one. Right. Because well, then don't refi yet. Well, <laughs> don't be greedy either. Take, take your 275. It's not going to get a whole lot better if it does. But, um, but it might. You never know. I'm waiting. Right. I'm in the process. I'm in a, a hold pattern because of this. I mean, why would I lock when I don't have to? I'll take the gamble for another week or two and see how things spread. And as things spread, what's the market going to do? Because here's the reality of what's going on. When market uncertainty, this is important for you guys to have this conversation with your clients. We've got a lot of pre-construction projects, a lot of people putting money on the line for a couple of years for pre-construction pricing to get into an asset that may or may not or happen at a time that they want it to. So I've got people calling me saying, I got a couple hundred grand up. Should I walk from it? Should I keep it? What's going on? What do you think? Well, how does, how's the market? Right. And they're freaking out about this one. So I've been doing a lot of research on it. I've been a lot of thinking about it. And my response is this. I said, look, here's what happens. Stock market's amazing. It's done very well for you. And it's doing well. Right now it's skittish. And when things are skittish, people do things. Right. So when you don't like skittish, what do you go into? Safe. Safe. Right. What's safe? It's not a stock. It's a bond. Right. So the bond rates, when they know they're safe, do you get a big return or do you get a low return? a low return because it's safe, right? So you're not there for the big gains, you're there for possession of assets, right? Mm -hmm. So as the bonds, stock market becomes more volatile. If you can't call this volatile, I don't know what else to call it, right? You don't swing up thousands of points in a few days without it being volatile. So everyone's, a lot of people are saying, I'm gonna go park in some bonds for a little bit. And the bonds are saying, oh yeah, you're coming now? Watch this, low, 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 you're still coming? Still coming, still coming, low, 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 low. And then you're still coming because it's low. And so, and they are, money is flooding in there because I don't know if I wanna play this game right now. Right. So they're going there. So by a fact of law, mortgage rates follow bonds. the bonds, okay? They just do. So you're watching uncertainty happen and mortgage rates have no choice but to follow. Okay. So this is the conversation I'm having with these investors saying, what else are you going to go do? Because when mortgage rates drop the way they're dropping, it forces people like you who had no choice or no even thought about doing something in real estate to now have a thought about doing something in real estate. Mm -hmm. So now you're a potential buyer that's coming into a market full of buyers with an inventory shortage. So now the inventory shortage gets even worse because there were too many buyers to begin with. And now there's more buyers on top of the too many buyers and not enough stuff to sell. So now the conversation switches around saying, 
you have to sell your house right now because someone's going to overpay for it because there's a lot of cash because people are out of the market because they're not you certain. you can go overpay for somebody else's and get a really low interest rate. Right. But you're buying a bigger one and watch that appreciate and life is good and we're done. Yeah. But this is the conversation that we need to have with people. So for this is a true story. You put your house on the market right now, it will sell. Right. Does, your house is beautiful, amazing location. There's not a lot on the market right now and it will sell. Right. That's And it will sell for more now than it would have four months ago. Because with lower interest rates, the buying pool is bigger. I was joking and not joking about it. I, I bought hand sanitizer, right? Why? Because I want a hand sanitizer and I don't want to die. <laughs> and I have a little baby and I go through a good decontamination station, right? And I'm going to make sure that I'm clean and it works. But guess what I had to do for get hand sanitizer? Everywhere was out. Okay. I heard Amazon was out. Amazon was out except for a couple options in Amazon and there were two one liter bottles who freaking needs a liter bottle of hand sanitizer but that's all that was available and it was a two pack of hand sanitizer a two one liter back package of hand sanitizer i paid 38 dollars for it right now is that stupid or is it not Depends. it was supply and demand okay because it wasn't like i can scroll through the other 80 listings of hand sanitizer and pick one of those <laughs> it was that or I could buy a crate of one ounce ones, right? <laughs> Which I didn't want that either. So that was my best option. I bought it because of supply and demand market forces. And I'm totally fine with that decision because I could probably sell it for more, right? Because of scarcity at the, in the market right now. I'm not, I'm not day trading hand sanitizer. I'm just making a point <laughs> here. Okay. But it's supply and demand. So if somebody, more people want to buy a nice house, they'll overpay, especially when there's not as many nice houses on the market. Yep. So that's the market dynamics guys that are, that are in effect right now. And I, I can't be more excited about the opportunities right now, but only if you have this conversation, will something come as a result of that? That's the challenge. Can you have these conversations? Bring out your phone, text them. Can you talk for a minute? Call them. Can you talk for a minute? Facebook message them. Can you talk for a minute? Instagram them, DM them. S simple thing, open up text message. Hey Craig, what's your interest rate on your home? I don't know. Yes, you do. What's your interest rate? 4.25. Dude, call me. You can save some money right now. I want to talk to you real quick. Boom. Okay. Hey, Jonathan, what's your interest rate? No, just copy the first one. Copy, copy, paste, copy, paste, <laughs> copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. And then you do that a couple hundred times today. Are you going to start a conversation? Why? Yeah, but don't do it all at once. Take like a break in between because they will actually respond. Right. Do five, wait five minutes, do five, wait five minutes. And go live and say, dude, I don't know if you guys understand what's going on in the market forces right now, but this has never happened before the way that it is right now. And I need to help. If you have a mortgage right now, you have an opportunity you've never had before. We didn't know this was coming. It's coming and it's here. If you, you we have rates right now, 2.75%. If your rates are not 2.75%, they're not, because I know they're not, then think about your options. Here are your options. Boom, 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 boom. Call me. At least you pitch that message out there to a bunch of people and someone's going to comment. And when they comment, engage. That's it. Text message, comment, gauge, push out. Real estate in 2020. That's the name of the game. So Engage. we want to go really hard. We're going really hard right now. And those who I'm around, and I know you're around, we are pushing you because this is an opportunity that just rode in, right, on a white horse with a silver platter all shined to say, here is an opportunity to throw 20 deals in this month. And I'm not exaggerating, right? Wow. I'm serious. Right? All you have to do is have this conversation with people. And if, and here's, here's what I would say. 
hey, if you guys don't know what's going on in the markets, let me show you what's going on because it's never happened before the way it's happening right now. Blah, 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 rates are this and it's a good opportunity. If you're even remotely considering moving in the next year or two, if it's even a fleeting thought inside your brain, you need to think about it right now because we have an upcoming inventory shortage that's unprecedented, that's even worse than the one we have right now, which means more people will wanna buy your house and supply and demand forces come together, which means your house is worth more than you think it is because more people wanna buy it. So this is the time to sell if it's even a fleeting thought in the next year or two. Also, you're gonna be able to buy more house with a lower payment right now than you will be able, ever have before. So if it's even a thought, a possibility, a remote option, you need to take advantage of the market now, you're gonna thank me later. Hit me up, send me a DM, send me a private message, text me, call me, anything, buy, right? There's your message, your version of that, and send it out to the market. And you got so many channels to do with it. And then it, it's- and If you're not, you're wasting your time. And then somebody will engage, engage back. Mm -hmm. Comment them, go back, DM them, messenger them, text message, do it guys. I mean this, I can't, I said this morning in sales meeting, pause all regular real estate. <laughs> this is an emergency public service announcement. Stop real estate, stop your normal business, stop it. Stop all it, best clients, get all your on sphere. there right now. Mm -hmm. So I can't be more passionate about this right now. And I'm not, not excited about the opportunity. I'm excited about the opportunity. I'm not excited about the scenario that created the opportunity, but I'm so excited about the opportunity. Well, if shit's gonna happen, take advantage of it. And help people and help along people. the way. Right? And calm the masses. This is not, our job is the calming influence in real estate, not, not to stir it up. Control the narrative, calm them down, help them do what's in their best interest. That's really the whole game of the game. Get them focused on the positive. Short, sweet, to the point. Very good. Reach out, guys. Please do this. Leave a comment. Reach out to us. Let us know how this is helping your business. The agents that are doing it over here are crushing it. And this is the time, guys. I'm not joking. 10, 20 deals a month can come this month as a result of taking advantage of this opportunity. So do it, do it, do it, please do it. And thanks for watching. You got it.